Well, hello there, babes, and welcome back to another episode of Your Place or Mine, the podcast that covers self-love pep talks, steamy stories, and the ridiculous dating life that happens here in Toronto. I'm your host, Jesse Olson. Well, happy Monday, babes. I want to apologize in advance. My throat's a little bit scratchy uh, after a couple of comedy shows this weekend that were just, I don't know, I guess louder than usual. (laughs) How are we feeling, babes? I hope everyone is doing great out there. We are finishing up February and uh, I'm very excited for some cool stuff that's happening in March. So a little shout out to anyone who came out to the comedy show on Friday night. That was the last Your Place or Mine show of February in or at Nothing Fancy. It was a fucking blast. We had so much fun and then went and got way too lit up at a very fun bar called Get Well. So it was a lot of fun. So today's episode is going to be about three words, uh, a, a mantra, an affirmation, a lifestyle, a movement, uh, basically a big focus for me uh, going into the rest of the year for both me as a person, me doing comedy, me and my business, and me with all of you babes. And those three words are hot babe energy. (laughs) Babes, hot babe energy is something I've been working on for uh, a little while. And I'm going to start with kind of like the origin story of hot babe energy and really like my connection to the word babe. So in the grand in the grand context of things, um, Hot Babe Energy is a comedy show that's coming up that I'm running on March 11th at Comedy Bar. Uh, basically, it is the comedy show by Hot Babes for Hot Babes, showcasing some of the hottest women and LGBTQ plus comics, channeling confidence, body positivity, and sex positivity. I've been wanting to run uh, kind of a spinoff, like a Your Place or Mine Presents kind of show, and really putting a focus on feeling fucking good about us. <laughs> and that's that's what Hot Babe Energy is. So the this episode is partially a promo for the upcoming show because I am very excited about it and it is kind of the beginning of a new theme of shows if you're here in Toronto. But Hot Babe Energy is a lot more than that. And in this episode, I wanted to unpack what Hot Babe Energy means to me. It's not just the name of a comedy show. It is truly uh, a mindset and... Uh, a direction that I think I'm, I'm heading in and I have been heading in for a little while. So I'm going to start with uh, kind of like how the term hot babe energy showed up. Uh, it was through a conversation with um, a comedian who I had on the show not long ago and a very, very dear friend of mine, uh, Hillary Henderson. And she's a hot babe. <laughs> and we recorded a great episode and ended up hanging out afterwards and just getting to know each other more and talking about what was important to us and drinking wine and smoking weed. And it really opened up this super interesting conversation about confidence and about taking up space and about owning your hotness. And I think for me, I've been connected to the word babe for uh, years now. It started, um, I think it's, it must have started like when I lived with uh, Kashmir Glow, uh, who is my roommate um, when I was living up in Davisville, colloquially called the Babe Cave, and that has now come into my new place. But through my journey with confidence, if, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, I've done a couple episodes where I've talked about my journey with confidence and how 
how that has been a roller coaster and a lot of different uh, parts of my life and aspects of my life have <clears throat> different parts of my life have played into my emotions around my confidence and how I feel about who I am and years ago I fucking put my foot down and was like you know what I'm a fucking babe okay I look in the mirror and I see a babe I talk to friends and lovers and they see a babe and I made a decision that I was just going to be a babe now. And I think that was a big turning point for me in really owning the space that I take up, in taking ownership over how I'm showing up in places and, and who, who I truly feel connected to. And I think because growing up, I was bullied and a lot of it was about my weight and I've struggled with with body image for a really long time and I am truly in a place where I'm fucking obsessed with my body and all of its wonderful curves and I got to a point where I wasn't gonna wait until I don't know whoever fucking runs society to tell me whether I was a babe or not fuck that shit I'm a goddamn babe so uh the two of us got babe tattoos I've got one right on my wrist and it really just continually reminds me that I am that bitch and I think it's important to consistently reaffirm yourself because we're always going to have days like where I wake up and I'm like, ugh, don't feel quite as much like a babe today. And usually that's for emotional reasons. And I think it's important for me to continue to remind myself that this is who I am. I'm fucking awesome and I'm goddamn hot. So I think another part of babe, like when I started the podcast, was making sure I had like an inclusive term that I could call all of my listeners. I know because of the deeply rooted patriarchy, it's really normal for someone to address a group of people as guys. Hey guys, how you doing guys? Welcome back guys. And like, I'm not talking to guys right now, babes. (laughs) Uh, Just from a like numbers standpoint, my uh, audience ranges, it's it's usually like 80 to 85% women, femme individuals, uh, and significantly less men. So when I started the podcast, I was trying to figure out what I would call everyone. I didn't want to say like women because I don't want to completely shut out anyone else. And obviously I have a ton of really incredible friends in the LGBTQ plus community who listen to the podcast and love the podcast or have been on the podcast. So babes seemed like a really positive blanket term for all of you. And that's translated into my comedy and just how I communicate with people and I just call everyone a babe. (laughs) Uh, And I think it was important for me to ensure that when I was doing the podcast, I was being inclusive in who I might be speaking to. The other thing that a friend of mine had talked about the other day, and we were talking about like our niche and like our audience and understanding who that is and who we're speaking to. And I think it's completely okay to have a certain group of people that I'm usually talking to. Like I would say when I've come up with like who my average listener is, it's a woman who is very similar to me and she's battled with her confidence. She Maybe she's single like me and looking for love or she's exploring different things. And I think it's okay to be speaking to a group of people The important part is just not to be alienating other groups. And so I think for me, using the term babes and just connecting with that really was an easy blanket way for me to connect with all of the amazing people that might stumble in here into the babe cave. (laughs) So 
when Hillary and I were talking about hot babe energy, it started as hot girl energy because hot girl shit is like a very common term. And again, it's not just about hot girl energy because there are a lot of other very hot people in the world who don't identify as girls. And hot babe energy is really meant to be all encompassing of that. So I think the other, what I'm looking at with comedy shows and where this is going, and I've talked a bit about this before, but like I'm running comedy shows for women. And that doesn't mean that other people aren't welcome. There's definitely not only women at the comedy shows that I run, but there's a lot of women. And as a woman who went to so many comedy shows for a long time before, it is very important for me to be curating a particular experience at these shows to make sure that women feel safe coming to them. And I think I did like take a stand when I started running comedy shows and said that Your Place or Mine shows would be a safe space for all and would not tolerate homophobia, transphobia, misogyny, racism, like any of that shit. And I can confidently say now that every show we've run has been completely free of that. And it's so freeing to be able to run a show or go to a comedy show where not a single person on stage is going to say anything that's going to make me question like my value as a human. And babes, like that's the bar. (laughs) And I just, I find it so interesting that... I've had a ton of feedback from people coming to the shows and how much fun they had and just how much they loved all the comics. And it was just this wonderful, relatable, easy to laugh at content. And there's obviously a ton of different comedy shows in Toronto that will be doing different things. But I do feel very proud of what I've created so far. And it's new and we're still like sorting out everything, but it's going pretty fucking awesome. And a lot of that is the support of you babes. There's so many people who listen to the podcast who've come out to shows if they're in Toronto. And this is something that I'm really passionate about. And I am excited to move into like the rest of this year and continue to create more opportunities for women to come and laugh in a safe and comfortable place and just have fucking fun enjoying Toronto comedy. So we're going to keep doing that. So not only am I on this like mission to help impact the future of Toronto comedy (laughs) and continue to create more amazing spaces to support great comedians that are paid fairly and bring out tons of amazing babes to these shows who can fall in love with comedy. I talk a lot about like comedy converts when someone comes to a show for the first time. I'm really, really focusing on that. But I'm also really focusing just on spreading hot babe energy into the world. And that's going to show up in a couple of different ways. So I have plans to work on merch that I think is going to be really fun. I'm going to start running different events for um, like either women or again for the LGBTQ plus community and just looking at ways to help empower and uplift um, people that I know who are also following their passions. So as an example, like a friend of mine is a health coach and a friend of mine is a sexologist and I have friends who run small businesses. And I think finding more opportunities to run events where they can showcase their skills and share their passion is really important to me. So stay tuned for some really cool stuff that's coming up uh, as far as HBE goes. And let's get fucking hot babe energy trending because it is like hot babe energy is a mindset. Hot babe energy is a lifestyle. Hot babe energy is the future, babes. So get the fuck on board <laughs> with HBE. I think it's it's also been interesting. Um, if you listened to the episode two weeks ago, which was my Valentine's Day episode, 
if you're like, did I listen to that? You would have remembered <laughs> because she was heavy. Uh, it was, that was a really intense episode. And I have realized that that morning <laughs> was a shift for me. And I, I didn't realize it right away. And obviously it was like really painful and really heavy. And it it did like, there was a feeling of it that did feel cathartic after I was able to kind of get that out. But I wasn't really able to truly understand that until some time had passed and I, I took a step back. And I look back at the last two weeks and <laughs> just like the, the person that I was sitting and recording that episode was like a really broken side of myself. And I think I spent, I spend a lot of time, I'm like, oh, only going to get mildly emotional in this piece, don't worry. And then we're back to hot babe energy. But I think hot babe energy includes like being real and honest and vulnerable. And I was so afraid to share these feelings of being so frustrated about being single because it felt so conflicting with my confidence and my self-love. Like I wasn't allowed to be this confident self-love boss bitch, <laughs> hot babe person and also be sad that I didn't have a man in my life. Like I was somehow letting down this confident, strong, independent side of me by needing a partner. And babes, that's just not reality. I think I saw a post this week that was about hyper-independence. And as someone who is hyper-independent, often that's because as a child, there were some issues with dependency. And I do need to recognize when I'm like using my independence as a shield or when I'm using it as a strength. And I think that is an important distinction for me. And and that's part of what came out of this Valentine's Day conversation. Because I think I fought really hard to become this whole person all on my own. And I remember this was like a quote I heard uh, like eight years ago that was, uh, I don't know who said it because it was just something floating around Instagram, but it was, uh, she scares people because she's whole all on her own. And I really identified with being this entire human all on my own that didn't need to be, uh, like, like no part of me needed to be someone else. And that was also when I was going through my marriage ending and I really did need I had gotten to a point where we were together for a decade and our lives were so intertwined that when we pulled apart, there were pieces missing because we had been so connected and spending that time rebuilding those pieces of myself was such an important part of the journey for me. But I think I'm still figuring out that back and forth between being whole on my own, but still being complimented by other people and understanding that other people can build on who I am as a human and that we can grow together. And and that is something that I truly want. And there's nothing wrong with being in love with myself and knowing I'm a hot babe and also wanting to have a partner. And I think this Valentine's Day conversation let go a lot of negativity I'd been holding on to and toxicity I'd been holding on to from these really shitty experiences with men over the course of the pandemic. 
And I do feel like that Valentine's Day conversation was like truly mourning and shedding these last couple of years. Because I think when I look at the grand scheme of things and when I was looking for a relationship and when I've been single, like if this pandemic didn't happen, I would be in a loving, committed relationship right now. And I'm 100% positive of that. Because I do understand the value I bring and I know who I am as a person and I know that I will find someone super wonderful and I'll find multiple wonderful people over the next decade. But I needed to understand that the way the last couple of years have been for us was so wildly unprecedented. I know that's like not a word we want to use anymore, but this isn't real life. Like this wasn't normal life. And I needed to give myself permission to mourn over what I thought these years would be because they weren't. (laughs) They weren't relationship building years for me. They were personal building years. They were friendship building years. They were business building years. There were so many amazing things that have come out of the last couple of years for me, apart from a lot of hardship that everyone is dealing with. But the fact that I didn't come out of this with a boyfriend doesn't mean that I am any less valuable or any less worthy of what's to come. And I recorded this whole conversation and I, I like left the house that day feeling freer, feeling unchained, like no longer tied down by this weight of my own disappointment in what was currently happening. And there was this, like, I don't want to use the word rebirth because it sounds really fucking dramatic, but I do feel like I, I came out of that conversation different and changed. And the last two weeks have been really fucking great. And, and that's in exciting business stuff. And I'm like regularly having sex again. And I'm also like not just having sex, but like connecting with men who I find attractive. I'm shooting my shot and things are going well. And I'm meeting so many new people and I'm connecting with a ton of amazing babes who want to be a part of what I'm doing. And I'm deepening relationships with comedians and I'm deepening relationships with my friends. And I just am really, really fucking excited for what's coming next. And I know there's definitely some fear around some of the changes that are happening right now with getting rid of vax passes and there's talk of masks being gone like before we know it. And I definitely have a little bit of nervousness around that because it's change, you know, like anything. Um, I think some of my bigger fears are like getting COVID like the night before a show when I have another show the next week and I just have to fucking like I feel like I'm gonna let people down by not being at stuff and having to find people to cover and that might happen and I also don't want to run a show that ends up being like everyone gets COVID like that is not hot babe energy babes (laughs) so we're obviously gonna do everything we can to make sure we're keeping people safe and it it is exciting like it does feel a little bit more like things are getting back to normal and I went out with some friends after the comedy show on Friday and we were in like a busy bar and it felt really good to flirt with people and (laughs) to meet strangers and to talk late into the night. And I did like, I fucking miss this and I love this. And I really am just realizing that so much of the sadness I've been feeling around being single and, and where I was at was just like, 
aching for connecting with humans. <laughs> and I just think with all of these comedy shows and with just new opportunities to connect with new people. I'm feeling like my cup is full. And yeah, it helps that like my pussy's getting eaten. Well, babes. <laughs> One more shout out if you've been thinking about having sex with a younger man. I'm currently seeing a 23-year-old who knows how to eat pussy. I'll tell you, it's been fucking amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just... I'm happy with where I'm feeling right. I'm happy with where I'm feeling. I'm happy with where I'm at right now. I'm excited for the future. And I'm excited for what hot babe energy is going to turn into in the future. Because I think that there is a need for me to continue to be loud as fuck about confidence, body positivity, and sex positivity. Because there's always going to be people that aren't cool with that. (laughs) And this curvy babe is going to keep yelling about the fact that sex is great. (laughs) And about the fact that I'm fucking in love with myself. And I'm going to wear what I want. And I'm going to show up how I want. And there's obviously parts of this that I'm still figuring out. Like, I, at the beginning of the year, I (laughs) also made a decision to be a full-time hot person. (laughs) So... To clarify what I mean by that, um, I'm obviously a hot babe. I understand that. But there's still like going out and like choosing to look hot and going out and just going out. (laughs) So as an example, um, when I would like, let's say I was going out on a date, I'd like make sure I look nice, like do my hair and do my makeup and wear something that makes me look sexy and feel really good. But then if I was going to just like run errands or go to the mall, then I just wouldn't put as much work into like what I look like. But I've realized that when I do take the time to like, whatever, fucking do my hair, put on nice clothes, put on makeup, I do feel even more confident. And that's not the case for everyone. There are people who don't need to wear makeup or do their hair or whatever, and they feel fucking confident. And that's awesome. And I'm not saying that if I go out without those, I'm like, oh, who's this ugly bitch? Like, that's obviously not the case. I wake up without makeup on and look in the mirror and I'm like, who's that babe? (laughs) But... I do feel like when I have my full look on, I have this extra level of confidence that feels really fucking good. And I've noticed that when I do that, when I go out, I bring a bolder energy into rooms and that feels really good. And I feel like that's allowing me to meet new people. That's allowing me to flirt with more people. (laughs) Uh, And that's been a lot of fun. The side note of that is it's fucking work too, though. (laughs) I started like curling my hair sometimes when I go out and I am getting faster, but it used to take me like 20 minutes to get ready maybe. And now I'm like a solid hour and 10. And that's like a lot of women take like fucking two to three hours to get ready. So it's fine. I'm still like on the easier end of things, but it's fun. Like I I am having fun with putting some extra time into looking sexy going out. And I know a lot of that is stemmed from a lot of times not being allowed to go out. <laughs> so now that I can, I just want to be the hottest, babeliest version of myself all the time. And I think the, the last kind of big topic here that I, I want to impress upon you is really just like giving yourself permission to be a hot babe. And I'm not saying that like I can say that to you and I'm like, hey, you, you're a hot babe. And you're going to be like, oh my God, yeah, I am. And then go about your life. Like it's a process. It took me time to realize the hot babe that was within me and it took work and it took therapy (laughs) 
<laughs> and it took masturbating and it took conversations with friends and it took connecting with my past. It, it, it took a lot. It took research. But I do think that I was intentional about it. And I think being intentional about building your confidence and your self-worth is so fucking important and I don't think it's talked about enough. And being intentional about growing your confidence and your self-worth doesn't just have one pathway. It's not just one thing you can do. Some people will focus on things like affirmations and meditation. Some people will focus on things like journaling. Some people will focus on therapy. Some people focus on a combination of those things. But what I really encourage you to think about is like what are actions or activities or thoughts that you have or do that make you feel like a hot babe? And I think if you can make a list of some of those things and then try and do like one or a few of those things every day, things are going to move in a better direction. So I also have ideas to create. Like uh, I've been listening to different meditation podcasts for a while now. I'm a big fan. I've also got into some sleep ones too. That's been really cool. But I thought about creating like a hot babe energy affirmation Um like not an episode, but it would be like a bonus. So if you're interested in that, like me doing affirmations on here that you might listen to, uh, send me a DM uh, because I think that would be a fun thing to add in here. I thought about maybe even doing something like that on Patreon. So stay tuned. Babes, hot babe energy. That's what this is all about. Um, We're going to wrap this episode up. But if you are in Toronto or surrounding area, we have the first hot babe energy show coming to Comedy Bar Bloor on March 11th at 7 p.m. It will sell out because, not to brag, but all my shows sell out. (laughs) So far. So far. Okay. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Comedy bar is the fucking best. We're going to party after. I'm going to wear like a gown. (laughs) Um, And yeah, the the jokes, the content is going to be really focused on all of this good, juicy shit. So babes, come and check it out. I have lots of shows coming up this month. You can also see Your Place or Mine on stage at Bar Cathedral on March 20th and back at Comedy Bar on Tuesday, March 29th. Also have another show coming that will be co-hosted with Gordon Hecht at Winona on March 16th. Uh, That's going to be kind of a date night show. And the tagline is a night of relationship-inspired comedy co-hosted by a slut and someone else's husband. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun too. It's a much smaller venue. So you can find links to all of these shows if you go to jessieolsoncomedy.com slash links. You can also find them on my Instagram. Instagram is at jessie underscore underscore Olson. Um, also find me on TikTok, jessie underscore underscore Olson. And then finally on Facebook at facebook.com slash yourplaceormindto. Babes, I'd love to hear a bit about your journey with confidence, with hot babe energy, if any of this resonated with you, please send me a message. I really do like to connect with listeners and it means a lot to me when people will reach out and say something spoke to them or they related to something in some way. So please reach out. I would love to hear from you. If you're not on social, um, there is a contact spot right on the website or you can email yourplacermindto at gmail.com. Babes, thanks for continuing to listen. Thanks for being a part of this fucking wild journey of mine. Uh, I've got some very, very funny and very babely guests coming up on the podcast over the next few weeks. So this has been uh, a few weeks of just me and you hanging out here in the babe cave, but we've got some new people coming. So stay tuned. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back again next Monday. Hot babe energy.